Hello and welcome to The Profitable Small Business with me, Jatiksa Raniga. We'll be talking about business and finance and my goal is that you find easy, actionable steps that you can implement today to confidently build and grow your profitable small business. Okay, hello. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is The Profitable Small Business and I'm Jatiksa Raniga. And today I have Rosie Shiloh. So hello, Rosie. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, so Rosie, I have been, so oh, a little bit of a backstory, I guess. So I don't know if everyone knows this, but when I started my business, I actually started out advertising myself as a VA, um, which I don't do anymore, um, but I'm still part of your lovely group. Um, but yeah, I you were probably my first person to go to and I did your one day Stella. So before I kind of go into that story, Rosie, would you kindly introduce who you are and what you do? Otherwise, this is not, not going to make any sense to anyone. No, I love it. I love it because I, I love where you've come from as well in your journey. I've loved seeing what's happened with your business and how it's evolved. Um, so I've been running a virtual assistant network now for, this is my 18th year. And uh, I know how crazy is that? And um, it's for Australian virtual assistants and predominantly has a community for all Australian virtual assistants, no matter what level they're at, and also offers training to new virtual assistants to help them get set up and off the ground. And there's mentoring opportunities and things like that as well. Webinars, podcasts as well, all those sorts of things all around Australian virtual assistant industry. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, you, the resources that you provide are brilliant. Like, like I, I just said, I did the one day Stella with you, but you have various training courses that um, a lot of VAs go through um, and obviously your jobs board as well. So there's a really good community in there and the Viva membership, like, yeah, we all help each other out a lot. So um, it's a nice place to be. Thank you. I love it. I love it. The people that are in there, as you said, yeah, just really giving of their time and their energy. It's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So you just said you've been in business for 18 years. That's amazing. Hey, that's so bizarre. Yeah. So how did you get into it? Like what was your journey into starting your business? Like, because you've transitioned a fair bit as well. Uh, so yeah. can you explain your little, well, little 18 years? <laughs> <laughs> my, my long journey in a nutshell um so I was working in the disability sector for a number of years um really enjoyed that but at the same time was getting really frustrated with politics um and restrictions and funding and all that sort of thing and um funnily enough my this was back when it was dial-up internet in my area anyway I was talking to someone about this the other day they were like no we had uh, whatever the other one was called I'm like yeah not where I live it was still ding 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 so um, my dad was running his own business from home and he was saying you know he kept on asking for help with stuff based, you know admin computer issues all the sort of thing that I was actually doing in my job because I was in middle management so I was managing programs and he was saying oh there's be so many people out there who don't want to have staff who need help like this you should offer it as a service and so I went online and I discovered that what he was talking about was virtual assistance and um, it wasn't as, as big as it is now, but there was still, you know, there's still quite a few people out there who were offering that. And so I started kind of setting myself up and 
doing all the things that I see everybody stuff enough with at the start. I mean, I stuffed up so many things at the start. <laughs> I did everything wrong. Um, I was about 23, 24 at the time. So um, I just, yeah, botched up a lot of stuff and learnt along the way. And what happened was very quickly I realised I wanted to build a community and I had people that were just naturally coming to me um, just from what I had online and it sort of evolved naturally. And I realised years later it was because the work I'd already been doing was all about reducing social isolation and bringing people together, which is what my community, like disability support work was all about, was bringing people together and making sure that those that were still living independently weren't being left there, um, sitting there looking at their porridge bowl in the morning all day, every day. Um, and so it kind of was something that came naturally. And so I was still doing, obviously I started off, I was doing virtual assistant work. I started off doing stuff for community groups, Rotary, local chamber of commerce, mm. uh, had a lot of um, local clients, a couple of, of less local, but a lot of local clients and um, allied health providers. And I got to a point after a few years where I got sick of it. I was like, oh, I've just been doing this forever. This is probably about seven years in. I felt like it was forever and I had too many hats on. I had too many clients that I was supporting. So I decided um, I wanted to kind of mix it up. I didn't know what to do. But I think once you decide that you want to change things and you think, okay, well, we're doing a lot of website website type work, things like that kept coming our way. Maybe we'll focus more on that rather than the administrative type roles that I've been taking on. And that's when an opportunity got landed right in my lap to take over work of, a, of another virtual assistant who I hugely admire who wanted to retire and she said do you want all my clients um and she was charging a lot more than I was charging and it was all website and design work and I said oh my god yes so <laughs> I transitioned to that <laughs> absolutely like how does that happen what happened so I did that for a few years and then in true Rosie style after a few years I was like oh, I'm sick of these people <laughs> I want to do something <laughs> different and I wanted to focus at that point on growing the community, like really, you know, getting in there, making sure we had webinars running and having the mentoring and all that sort of thing, which I'd been avoiding doing any mentoring by now. You know, this is like about 10 years in and I hadn't really done any mentoring because I didn't think I knew enough. And um, but people were asking for that sort of support. So I was like, oh, I don't really feel like doing this anymore. And you won't believe this, but that VA came out of retirement, contacted me, this is like the day after I decided and said, you know what, I'm thinking about coming back in. I just wanted to give you a heads up that I'm going to be doing that sort of work again. And I went, do you want your clients back? And she's like, okay. So I went, I know, it was crazy. It was it? incredible. And then from then on, I've, I mean, I still had other bits of clients because you know, not all my clients came from her, obviously. And so I just kind of heated off from them over the years I did a lot like the website stuff was my husband and I did for a good 10 years but my priority became virtually yours and I was doing less and less website stuff and my website itself was a whole job right there and uh, it got to the point where yeah I decided no I'm going to do virtually yours like as in the community is my primary objective now and um, that's probably so what would that be that'd be at least six years of doing that now seven years I can't add that all up it was all very blurry 
Um, and yeah, I actually don't work with the clients directly anymore. I do help with some projects here and there, just a little bit of, you know, side work, bit of fun. But um, my priority is training new VAs and providing a space for VAs, no matter what level they're at. Yeah, that's lovely. And Joe, yeah. I, really, I really like your transition because um, a lot of people have that fear of, of changing. Like, you know, once you've made a decision to go down this path, yeah. To stick to that like I can't I can't change from that but you can like you're just uh, just demonstrated how much you've changed and and going back and forth even giving the clients back I mean timing was just perfect but like just showing that you can chop and change and, and run your business along the things that you know bring you joy you're passionate about yeah and the passion changes over the years I think it's important not to chop and change every week no you need to, so obviously I was doing each of those things for years and you know got into them became you know expert at those particular services but yeah if you get to a point where you're like this isn't floating my boat anymore like I'm starting to think maybe I should get on to seek um you need to think hey what are the jobs that I do love doing and the best clients that I've had over the years are ones that have checked in and said what's your passion at the moment what do you want to be working on to see whether where they fit into yeah. that, um, which is gorgeous. We see, I, mean, I used to see that in corporate as well. Like you, you'd have those handful of people that are so happy to be moaning all the times like how they hate their job and they don't like coming in. So if you don't like it, find something that you like. Go and find something that you enjoy. Um, like just because you've made a decision to be here right now doesn't mean you have to be here in a couple of weeks' time. Like find something that lights you up like I know you know it's a job but <laughs> the same with business not, as, as they say you're not a tree right you can move you, and people will hire you for things that you're excited and passionate about you know yeah. and I've seen so many times and I was getting to this point with websites I've seen it in other people as well where they start to drop the ball because they don't care anymore and, yeah. and that's we all are going to get to a point where we don't care anymore about certain things because we've done it so much. It's no longer exciting. That doesn't make you a bad person, no. but staying there and providing a half-assed service, yeah. that does. That, that sucks for everybody that's around you because you start to let people down. So if you're finding that you're letting people down because your heart's not in it, then you need to stop, have a session with someone or with yourself and look at, okay, where is my heart right now? Where do I want to go with this? And make it happen. It's your business. You, yeah, can, yeah. you can do what yeah. you want. You don't need to ask permission from anyone. You're in charge. <laughs> yeah, that's my favourite bit. I never have to ask permission. Sometimes I have to seek forgiveness. But I never have to ask permission. Yeah. I love that. So over these, over these years, like what have you found to be the hardest parts? You know, the things that you've, we had to take a deep breath and think about how you're going to overcome them um, or just things that have just happened around you that have been difficult. I think the hardest thing is, um, you know, when you're working online, especially these days, there are, it doesn't take much to build um, a big community, but it does take a lot to build a community that you align with. Um, and I'm, I'm the sort of person who likes just about everybody. And um, the hardest stuff I've found over the years is when, when things go wrong in those friendships or those partnerships. And it happens to the best of us. 
um, you know, and, and I get really worried all the time. Like if you get imposter syndrome, you're worried, oh, my God, that person's not, you know, connecting as much as they used to. Have I done something wrong or why is that person doing that thing that they said they weren't going to do? And, and so you've got all of that and you can really get into your own head and really kind of self-sabotage in, in, um, in the self-talk. And um, as much training as I've done, as much advice as I've had and as much advice as I give other people, I still fall into that trap. And so that's the thing that I find the hardest in, in running a business. It's not about deciding what to do. It's not about, you know, setting things up and testing them, seeing what flies, what doesn't. Sometimes things fail. It's frustrating. But they're just things. It, to me, it's the relationships um, and the risk that comes with having a lot of um, connections online even though I'd say, say to people build your community um, with that comes you know depending on your personality type I think a lot of um, fear yeah so yeah that that can be really hard yeah I, I get that um, I think it depends I, I don't know in my opinion it depends on your level of uh, people pleasing I guess yes and fear of letting them down um, yeah there's people out there that yeah don't not bothered by that possibly my husband (laughs) (laughs) brings to mind Um, yeah yeah yeah. my my partner's the same like it doesn't really face him doesn't come home and go I think so-and-so doesn't like me like I don't think he's ever said that (laughs) whereas I'd be sitting there going oh no (laughs) you know this is oh maybe I've done this and Maybe yeah. this bit, this thing that happened where, like, I know what the sequence was, but I don't get what happened and this is what's happened and I don't think, then you know, everyone's happy anymore and, yeah. and I'll just play it over. And it could be nothing, you know, but you just, yeah, there's the people pleasers and there's those that just go, and they're not, like, selfish or arrogant. I just hats off to them because they just go forward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're just, like, in their own head. So then move on, whereas people like us would just make up this whole story in our head. <laughs> They're probably saying this and they think this is me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you've got to do the whole thing where you say to yourself, okay, so what's the truth here? And like, what do we know for fact? And what are you just making up? And um, try and dig yourself out of it, which, you know, like you've got all the strategies there. I know what strategies I need to implement when I'm doing that, but oh, you still fall down the hole. So. <laughs> Yes, it's something, yeah, I deal with a lot. Yeah. Let's come back to that question. Um, is it is it really true? Yeah. Is it really true? I think most of the time you just don't know, so. Yeah, is it really true? Like, most of the time it's like, well, no, I've just made it up, as always. <laughs> oh, I was going to put a sign on my door saying, don't come in because I'm recording a podcast, and I didn't, and voila, I'm recording this, Ella. Yeah, so that's probably another challenge with business is having kids there who uh, just come into the office whenever they like. And yeah. I hear you, Rosie. Sorry, I t- yeah, get it. Um, I say I probably I think about ninety percent of the people I've worked with have met all of my children, and <laughs> no, <laughs> um, you know, when they want to go to the toilet and when <laughs> when they want a snack. <laughs> It's usually food. Yes. Yes. Are you hungry? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go away and I will help you soon. <laughs> that is that's another one. That's just life. Yeah. yeah. That is just life. And it is and it is a juggle. Like, um, you know, when your kids are at school, 
it is quite a short day um you know having to do the school run drop off pick up and then all the after school activities and whatnot so running a business I mean you've done it for so long and I'm still learning the ropes because my son is only in the second year of school so um being able to manage my time around the kids and the family needs um you know that's something you have to learn over time you're never going to get it right but no and it keeps changing yes yeah like you can't you can't settle in and go all right I've worked this out <laughs> nah, it just keeps changing um yeah I've got so one of mine will start high school next year and the other one that you just met there that was Ella she's um gonna be she's in grade two at the moment and um, as you know, you know, we've had no normalcy in the last two years with schooling anyway. With, there was no opportunity to get into any kind of routine or pattern around um, getting your business happening and running the things like this sort of thing. In the past, we'd be like, okay, let's schedule a call. It'll be what the kids are at school. I mean, at the moment, it's school holidays for us. That's why she's home. Awesome. But yeah, so which is different from state to state, which is awesome for communicating with your peers, you know, across the country. That's awesome. Thank you, you know, Australia. But um, <laughs> really, I was thinking about that yesterday. I'm like, why are they not aligned? But, um, you know, you, you get into any kind of pattern. And at the moment, I think anyone who's started school within the last two to three years um, has, well, this would be the third year going in. Um, has had no semblance of any kind of routine that they can kind of set with their business, with their kids, with anything like that. So survival mode for the last two years, trying to fit things in and not knowing what's going to work and what's not and having to accept, okay, yeah, we're going to run this, um, you know, we'll probably be interrupted. <laughs> there you go. And being okay with that. Um, yeah. You know, I, like I said, most people will understand what it's mm -hmm. like. Um, and the ones that don't, that's more on them than on you, to be honest. Like, that's kind of like, well, if you don't understand what it's like to be a family, then, like, you need to go check out your reality. Yeah, 100%. It's, they're, they're not the people that I'm trying to, to please. Um, and for, you know, people like you and me, you know, trying to work and support other businesses and help them, you know, achieve what they're trying to achieve, most of them have got, things that they're juggling whether it's children or whether it's you know for some people it's medical conditions why they don't want to go to work whether it's psychological or physical or somebody else in their family that they're trying to care for in another capacity or you know trauma from the workplace there's a bazillion different things that have made it so that they have to to like they will never have 100% focus on the business without distractions yeah. and so for us I love that there's no fakeness around that anymore it's like oh yes no I you know get sit down to my desk at quarter past nine and I slam through all my work until quarter past three and then I pick up my lovely children we have a delightful afternoon together and <laughs> nobody chucks a tanty and nobody's starving hungry even though they've eaten you out of house and home you know and this whole rubbish story that has been told for years and years and years because you know we've got to achieve both we've got to be this professional woman who separates her business yeah. from the reality of her life to prove that she's, you know, valid. So yeah. I love that not only men, uh, sorry, not only women, but men have had to, to just get over that. That's yeah. one of the best things is we've all had to just get over it and, um, and look at what the truth is behind that. I think it's, there's a lot less fake out there now, which is yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, you, you really hit the nail on the head there. Um, 
I don't think my husband had experienced any of that until recently like even yesterday he was working from home and you know the, the kids were just open the office door and, and storm right in and again they, they've all met the kids and like I don't think he would have ever experienced that juggle if it wasn't for the realities of today so yeah how nice is it though like if you I, I don't know if this is true or not in terms of you know, corporate jobs and, and places where you go into your workforce, because clearly I haven't done that for a long time. But it's definitely helped with, and I think it will have helped with that, but helped also with our communities in that we actually start to know the person and the people behind their cause, like why you're in business and who's who's along the, the ride with you, seeing those kids. I love seeing the pets and seeing the kids rock up in the background. I'm so easily distracted in a webinar. I'll be like, oh, cute person. Hey, and just start chatting with them. But that gets, you get to know each other on more levels than just that person running that business or you know working for that business. And I think that's really important when it comes to connecting with people that you're spending so much of your time with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the connection, making you seem more like a human. <laughs> yeah. I've been out of corporate world for a couple of years now, and this was pre-COVID that I was in corporate. So I really struggled with that, to be fair, um, you know, having, being a, quite a senior person in corporate, but still trying to be there for my family. Like it was, I found that, I honestly found that really hard. Yeah. But I have found it easier to juggle now that I have my own business um but on the flip side obviously my husband is in corporate um I think there's a little bit more is that I don't know if this is the right word is it empathy or like yes is that right I just yeah. being aware that people do have other commitments outside of work it's not all about work like they've got a family to look after if their child is sick they need to go home and I think it's just a lot more of an open conversation and that you are a real person with real needs and are required by other members of the community so yeah. I think that's changed but that yeah that's just from what I've seen I, like I said I haven't been in corporate for a few years now oh it's got to have surely you know you've, it previously whenever someone's like you know done the whole okay my kid's sick I've got to stay home this is this kid is called a kid. <laughs> like they, they may have a face in a photo on a desk, maybe, but that's as close as that connection is. So nobody feels a connection to the actual story. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I would hope now that that's a different thing. But it's definitely, um, a, even though we've always always had that in the virtual world, we've always had, you know, people have got kids in the background. We've always had more of a connection than corporate I think this has just given more permission especially with clients because within amongst ourselves we've all been really cool whenever I've run you know webinars or coffee catch-ups or um, you know any kind of online event we've always been and I've always said to them if you're if you're eating lunch it's not going to offend me that you're putting food in your mouth if there's yeah. kids in the background it's not going to offend me that there's kids in the background but then when they have a call with a client suddenly it feels very corporate and you've got to follow all the rules and pretend that there's nothing, you know, nothing that could potentially distract you from the job, which is not true. It's never true. It's never going to be true. Yeah. And I think that because that, that element of running your own business still feels often kind of corporate, especially when in that first stage of working with people where you've got a, and some personality types that you work with, 
where you've got to be impressing by being what you're actually not. Yeah. Um, because you can do all the jobs and you can you can be amazing as much as a human being can be with that stuff. Yeah. Um, you're never going to be different to that just because you're hiding it. Yeah. Do you know no. what I mean? Yeah. And obviously with the, the VAs that we have in the VA uh, community, virtually yours community, like they all get that. They, you know, they all have experience of that whether they're families or, or or the things that you've just mentioned but they all support these bigger companies so it's almost it for a bigger client that has that hires a VA from your agency like it's almost like a bit of a comfort blanket because they're going to understand what it's like to be a small business or or a big business and they understand like things change and that I think the VA's are really adaptable in those sorts of situations. Um, whereas, you know, um, someone that hasn't got that experience that hasn't, ha- you know, just has a very fixed mindset, it's like, well, this is my job, I need to do this, um, wouldn't cope so well with the flexibility of being able to support a, a client, you know, especially when they've got a big, a big team of people to manage or um, tasks that need to be done quickly, a quick turnaround, like, a VA can really kind of support that because they understand both what it's like to have a business of their own, but understand the juggles of life. Like they, they kind of get both sides of it. I don't know if I've made sense. <laughs> no, no. I, yeah, it's one of the benefits of having a, having a contractor who is, you know, self-employed has that extra insight into how hard it is and what the truth is of running your own business. Um, whereas when you're working with employees, um, they're never going to see it from that perspective, and and they'll they'll bring other things to the table for sure that we that we might not be able to. But that perspective is really really helpful. And as you said before, it's a it's about juggling um, with empathy and understanding where you know that the person that the client who's also running a business. The way you look at them when you're an employee is that the client or the boss has enough money to do anything and is always ripping you off, right? <laughs> should be giving you more damage and should be, you know, shouldn't be asking you for more and all that sort of thing. When you're a VA and you're running your own business and you're working for other clients, you just don't look at it that way. You know that everybody is, you know, managing different budgets that have different timelines, different commitments, different juggles, Um and, you know, is always trying to work out the next best way to do things. So, you know, they're more of a person than a boss. You know? yeah. 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 Oh, that was, that was, yeah. That's got me thinking. Hmm. Yeah. That was a good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's have a really knew where we were going to go anyway. Oh. So that's okay. I think I always seem to go off on a bit of a tangent when I start talking. I can't stick to I can't stick to one subject. You're the opposite to me, Jatik. So like I just stay right. You're so focused, Rosie. Very good. Yeah, yeah. I get accused of that all the time. What are we talking about? So let's let's kind of move on. We've we've sort of touched on it anyway, but I I would love to know some of your greatest successes, the things that you're really proud of. Um, yeah, share that with us. Um, for me, yeah, over the years, the fact that I am still doing this, I haven't had to go and get a job, that's definitely a massive tick um, because I do, I go through, 
phases yesterday. I just did not want to work. I did not want to work yesterday. So I did not work yesterday. And, you know, as you know, if you're self-employed, that's going to cost you. But at the end of the day, you have that choice. Um, and so I go through phases where I'm like, ah, oh, I can't be bothered anymore. And then other days where I'm just right into it and I'm ticking off all the things and getting all the things done. So, you know, still being here and doing that and still finding people that inspire me because um, I need that too. I need to inspire, but I need to be inspired. That's really fabulous. And I find a lot of the, it's it's the, the members of my community, it's the students that come through um, that really inspire me. And that's, that's really awesome. Um, and there are other, obviously, external business um, peers who I see doing really cool things and, and beautiful as well so that's one of the things um you know seeing people like yourself where you know you said at the start when um you came in you came on board as a virtual assistant you did some of the training that I offered and did um, the mastermind and then evolved and identified how skilled you are and how valuable the skill is that you have and how targeted that is and seeing how that evolves seeing what you offer now um, when I see your post, you're one of those people that I have in, you know, my little group database of people that I see your posts and I get excited because I know, you know, how brilliant that is what you're offering and, and how lucky people are that you've identified that and that you're giving that to people. I just, I love that. Um, so I see that every now and then, and that just keeps me going. I absolutely love it, but also just, you know, sometimes over the years, pretty much every year in business, I've set myself some sort of crazy goal. And I just love getting to the end of whether it's a financial year or calendar year. And just looking back and going, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe it. And so that, that's what keeps me going is when I, yeah, I go, oh, I'm going to run. I'm going to set up this whole evergreen, you know, course thing and it's going to do this and it's going to do that. And then the next year I go, oh, my God, I did it. Or, you know, <laughs> setting up even just, you know, the conference that we just ran. Oh, my God, how exhausting. Brilliant. <laughs> it was, brilliant. It was exhausting for you, but it was brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, we had only the best speakers. So um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Jatik's was one of our speakers. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just, you know, having ideas like that and being able to bring them to life and then, you know, just moving each time you, you do something like that and then you move forward and you go okay well what's next and that's what drives me that's what excites me when I have that opportunity and I'll like I'll do I've got I'm in a mastermind group where I'm one of the attendees obviously I run masterminds but I'm in one where I'm one of the attendees and I never know going into the meeting what my goals are going to be and she then she'll ask me and I'll be like uh, and then I'll just come up with stuff always do it'll just I think being put on the spot, also listening to the other people, um, you know, working on their businesses, it kind of just gets my cogs turning. And, um, and then I've got someone I'm accountable to. Yeah. So I love that. You don't even have to have this massive insight in each session. You've just got to have that stubbornness to show up at the next session and say, yeah, I did it. Yeah. I said I was going to do this thing and I've done it. And, um, and that works really, really well for me. And that's what, you know, keeps me going, keeps me excited. But also most of my really close friends now are part of the VA world so okay. yeah well, that's really nice oh that's great that's lovely it's really nice to hear all that yeah it keeps you going absolutely yeah. you've done so well so congratulations like thank you 
people would say that but you know be in business for 18 years and and just continue to grow that's amazing uh, I think you've done amazingly well thank you very much right back at you I think yeah just seeing the way yeah the evolution and the fact that you've got that mindset too you're not a tree you can change it you can make it what you want look at what's exciting for you and just look in that direction just go forward in that direction yeah. otherwise you will you will not last 18 years no you be bored, bored. <laughs> yeah and then when people come to you and they're like oh that didn't work because you know you didn't respond quick enough or you didn't do this you can't come back and say look I'm actually doing the best I can um and this is why I did it that way you'll be coming back to them going yeah um well you suck you know because you've got nothing <laughs> because you shouldn't really be there you shouldn't yeah. be doing it yeah well, thank you so much for sharing all of that Rosie um before we finish today I would love for you to share how people can contact you and and work with you um so you, yeah share all of your details please <laughs> share share all right well virtuallyyours.com.au is where all of my info is if you're a business owner looking for a virtual assistant we have a job lead process on there so you can submit a request for support which is free um, if you're not sure what you need to do to outsource and grow your team, we have a book called The Outsourcing Secret. Um, there's also the podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed, that you can check out. All of those links are on the website. And if you're a virtual assistant and you just, you know, want to be part of a really warm, fun, friendly, but proactive group, then come and check out the Virtually Yours community. So yeah, that's, where, that's how we roll. <laughs> that's great I will put all the links in the description as well so whether you're listening on the podcast or on YouTube you'll be able to find Rosie really easily thank you but, um, again thank you so much I really enjoyed our conversation Rosie it was really nice to hear your perspective on things thank you and, and you too I just find it very easy to chat to and hopefully people find it easy to listen to as well, well I'm sure they will I'm sure they will <laughs> <laughs> okay thanks so much everyone bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.